Hey guys, uh, this is Martin Perdomo, and I recorded this episode to update you on what this ev CDC eviction moratorium means, what it means for investors, and what it means for the tenants. I wanted to put this together as I'm getting a ton of questions and a ton of concerns as to what what this means and how can we move one way or the other, whatever whatever you are, whatever seat or whatever hat you're wearing. So either way, I've put this together. I hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy it. It's a short episode. And uh, as always, if you like to learn how to invest passively in real estate, you can go to my website. You can either go to stroudsburgrei.com and, and click on the partner with us tab and watch a short video. And, and you'll learn there how my uh, my group and I get investors above average returns on their investments through investing in multifamily. And if you want to learn how to invest, it's going to be a tremendous amount of opportunity, in my opinion, in 2021, 2022, and the upcoming years in real estate. And you want to learn how to invest yourself. Maybe you want to learn how to wholesale. I have a wholesaling class. Just go to the show notes and uh, click on that and go ahead and uh, grab your class. Okay, guys, enjoy and I'll see you on the other side. Thank you. Welcome to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. Join us on our journey as the host, Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist, talks about how ordinary people can become extraordinary with the power of real estate investing. Here, he and his guests share their expert knowledge on how to create wealth through real estate investing, the mindset required to become a millionaire, and what it takes to master the craft. Hey guys, this is Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist, and you're listening to Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast. And today, I just wanted to get on and talk to you about what is happening with this eviction moratorium and what does it mean to you as a tenant and what does it mean to you as an investor or a landlord? Well, first of all, we need to get clarity, right? If you want to know, if you want to play a game effectively, you must first know the rules. So the CDC just passed this eviction moratorium, and what does the CDC order protect from eviction, right? Who does it protect from evictions, rather, I should say? So basically, to qualify for this protection, all of the following things must be true and must be met. Okay, so here we go. The first thing is, you must be a, re a residential tenant. So guys, this is not for commercial tenants. If you're a commercial if you live in a commercial space, not live. If you rent a commercial space, this does not protect you. This only protects residential tenants, okay? Number two, you must be behind on your rent. The CDC only protects against evictions for non-payment of rent. So it's only protecting residential people for not being able to pay the rent. Number three, you must have done your best to get government housing assistance, including applying for rent, help government benefits, or any other program that may be available in your area. So for some, that could be Section 8. I know Section 8 is difficult to get sometimes. There's also these uh, rental assistance places that you can get. There is these, uh, there's a whole bunch of programs, but you probably need to do your due diligence. If you're 
If you're a tenant, and by the way, if you're a landlord, you probably need to know where these programs are in your area because you want to be a resource for your tenant. And guys, listen, the most important thing is that we, we're all in this together and we have to remember landlords that are that our tenants are human beings and, and we should treat them as fellow human beings. We should treat them with respect and and honor. And and tenants if you're a tenant and you're renting, remember that your landlord has taxes, insurance, mortgage, and things that have to be paid. Don't take advantage. If you can pay your rent, pay your rent. And uh, I'm going to get into that a little bit down down here. Okay. So in order to qualify, okay, one of the other things that need to be met is you must expect to make no more than 99 to in 2020, 99,000 in 2020 or 198,000 if you file jointly. So the same thing that you needed to qualify for stimulus money, same rules. You do not have to report any income to the IRS in 2019. You did not have to report any income to the, in, to the IRS in 2019 or you received an economic impact payment stimulus check pursuant to section 2201. Okay, basically the same rules that apply to get a check for from the stimulus from the CARES Act are the same rules. So 99000 for a single person, 198000 for a, for a couple married filing jointly. You need to be making less than that. You are doing your best to pay your rent in full or in part. So you have to be absolutely in good faith doing your best to pay your rent. Guys, just because the CDC eviction moratorium has been passed, that does not mean, again, it doesn't mean that you don't have to pay your rent. You must pay your rent. You're, uh, you are doing your best to pay your rent. You will become homeless, right? The other thing is you will become homeless or you will not have to live in a shelter or a crowded, or you will have to live in a shelter or a crowded space, including a crowded friend or relative's home if you are evicted. So you have to meet all of these things. If any of the above are untrue, do not sign the declaration that the CDC order applies applies to you. Lying in the declaration is perjury, guys. Lying in the declaration is perjury. Okay, so what documents do you need in order to qualify? What documents do you need? So you need to sign a declaration that the CDC order applies to you and give a copy of the declaration to your landlord. So you have to you have to uh Fill out this declaration. I'm going to include that in the show notes for you. So if you're a tenant, even if you're a landlord, you should have access to these documents. I'm going to put that in the show notes. But you must be aware that you must meet all of the requirements listed in the declaration. Again, lying is perjury. Lying in this document is perjury. Tenants, please pay attention. How long will the CDC order stop eviction? So this eviction is until December 31st of 2020. Now, the government could come back out and say that they're going to extend it depending on where the economy is. Now, we're in an election year, and we, you know, weird, crazy things happen in election years. Governments, you know, government officials do crazy, weird things when they're trying to get reelected or trying to get into office. So just keep that into, keep that into play. How long will the CDC order stop? Um, evictions for, again, December uh, 31st, 2020. Will I have to make make up rent after the order ends? So, landlords, tenants will have to pay you anything that they don't that they don't pay during this time 
Yes, they will still owe all the rent. So tenants, if you're listening, you're a tenant and you're trying to utilize this order, that's fine. But just because you cannot be evicted for these reasons, the order only temporarily stops you from being evicted. That's it. It's only temporary. When the order ends, you can still be evicted for unpaid rents and back fees. Okay. Does the order mean I will not owe late fees? So all the late fees, everything on the related to your lease, interest is still going to be due. The order temporarily stops you from being evicted, from not paying a rent and fees. However, landlords, tenants, pay attention. If your tenants, if the tenant or your tenants, whatever, wherever you're sitting on the spectrum of this uh, conversation, if the tenant, if you're a tenant, you cannot trash the place. You cannot move in 90 cats because they can't evict you. Those are reasons for for uh, you getting evicted. Okay. It was, it's only for non-payment of rent that you cannot be evicted if you're being affected by COVID. So all the things I said before. So if you're going to be homeless, you have to have tried getting Section 8. You don't have any place to go. You've been affected by your income has been affected. You've been laid off. You've been furloughed. You've been uh, your impact. Your income has been affected by seven point five percent or more or greater, is what the bill says. This moratorium says. Does this mean? Um, what else does this mean? Right. So, what does the CDC order the landlord from doing? Right. Stop the landlord from doing. So the landlord cannot give you a notice to vacate if you filled out the form and you've uh, met all of those qualifications filing for eviction and enforcing any eviction that the court already decided on. Okay. So no, the CDC order only protects against eviction for non-payment of rent. If you're a tenant and you do something to break your lease contract or your lease ends, your landlord can still evict you. So there's a lot of confusion and a lot of uh, different challenges around this because some of the courts, many courts, and I can say in Michigan, for instance, uh, have paused evictions altogether until they decide how the state is going to interpret this uh, moratorium. So keep that in mind. Landlords still can evict for violations of lease, criminal activity, or damage to the house. Guys, landlords, let's let's treat people like human beings. We're all in this we're all in this thing together. And tenants don't try to take advantage. Remember, landlords are just trying to they also have expenses, they have mortgages, they have they have uh, taxes, they have insurance. Don't use this as an excuse not to pay the rent. That you still will owe the rent. If you can pay your rent, pay your rent. Call your landlord. Let him know what's going on. Let him know what your situation is. Pay what you can pay. Work something out with your landlord. Landlords, be gentlemen, be ladies. Treat people like human beings. Treat others the way uh, they want to be treated, which is the platinum rule. They want to be treated well. They want to be treated with respect. Treat them that way. And uh, guys, I see for me, my, what I see is I see as an investor, as a as a real estate investor, I see tremendous opportunities coming down the pipe with all of this. Again, the government is doing what the government does. They're kicking 
the challenge down the down the road so we can deal with this later. However, the challenge is not going away. There's going to be some foreclosures. My prediction is it's going to be a wave of foreclosures that are going to show up from this. It just makes sense. There we might we might see deflation happen in the rental arena. Deflation meaning you already seen it in cities like New York City, California, and the big cities where people are leaving. So what's happening to the rents? The rents are having to, uh, you're seeing a decrease in the pricing of the rents. That's deflation in the rental market. I think we're going to see more of that as uh, this whole thing unravels and we start seeing some, you know, an excess of foreclosures coming on the market. We start seeing an excess of uh, apartments, right? People getting evicted when all that stuff happens and all that stuff, uh, those people that didn't, that weren't unable to pay the rent and the moratorium is lifted, there will be a lot of uh, a lot of vacancies and uh, there will be decisions that have to be made, right? So what's going to happen? If there's a lot of vacancies, those, those of us that have properties, we're going to have to lower the we're most likely not have to, but we're most likely going to lower our rents to keep the to get these units occupied. Right, an empty unit makes no one no money. So that's what I foresee. I foresee evictions. I foresee foreclosures in the next year. So if you're an investor or you want to learn how to invest or you want to maybe take advantage of some of those opportunities. I, I suggest that you start preparing and putting yourself in a liquid position. If you're buying, buy right. Right now is not a time to be overpaying for properties as an investor because there's a lot, there's a lot of, there's the writings on the wall. There's a lot of uh, potential challenges coming through. Hey, and if, it, if none of this happens, guys, right, the data is telling me that it's going to happen. But if none of it happens, guess what? You're better off because you're prepared for it, right? So, Anyways, guys, thank you for listening. Really appreciate you. If you would be so kind, leave us a, uh, a positive message on whatever device or whatever, wherever you're listening to. Leave us a positive message. Leave us a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. Thank you so much, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. If you like to invest passively in real estate with our group, please email martin at premierridgecapital.com.